0: Hey, good morning, y'all. Grace and peace to all of you today. I hope all is well. I hope y'all had a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, the revelation of the goodness of God and Thanksgiving uh, for Him and all that He's done for us. And I pray within that, that that you guys have some good family time and understanding that that's a different dynamic for all of us uh, so being totally uh, respectful in that sense and, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Some, some, sometimes the holidays uh, bring, bring bring about a lot of pain. Sometimes uh, they're super exciting and everything's good. We all have different backgrounds, different family dynamics. So, um, yeah, so I bless you in that and, and whatever it, it was for you, and I pray that it was a blessed time. Uh, especially in the Lord, for he's one who never changes. Amen. His love never changes, and uh, he's always there for us, right, in his unshakable kingdom. Amen. Uh, so, yeah, I want to want to get a message out today uh, before we move into the Advent season of Christmas, which started uh, Sunday night, I believe. Um, so... You know, moving through Christmas, we're obviously going to focus on Jesus, and and I want to focus on Jesus today, right? I want to get us prepared uh, for this. So, you know, the last few weeks we talked about Jesus plus nothing equals everything, and then even the following week could have been the man in the mirror, which was a very good message for, for myself, man, and, you know, that, that God plus nothing equals everything, and that we were created to reflect God's glory, period, Right. And there's nothing you can add to it. There's no what about me. There's no uh, blah, blah, blah. It's all about God and reflecting God's glory. That's why we're here, right? But being a both-and, right, a lot of both-and statements in the Bible, of course, we're here to reflect God's glory and his attributes. But his attributes are love and grace and mercy, and those attributes is what he pours out on our life. So, yes, we live to glorify God. And a byproduct of knowing God and having relationship with him are those amazing attributes that we strive to reflect are poured out and lavished on us each and every day. So it's a huge both and. It's not a selfish thing. I guess it could be. God is a jealous God. He wants our whole life. He wants our whole heart, not part of it. You know what I'm saying? So we talked about that and, and then, you know, just, just the glory. We reflect God's glory Right? Which is, which is poured out through his glorious grace is the pinnacle of his glory through his glorious son, Jesus Christ on the glorious cross. Right? That's what our life is all about. So this week I want to talk about seeds and swords. Seeds and swords. And it's out of uh, the book of Matthew, uh, the parable of the sower, which talks about a farmer Who's casting out seed onto different types of soil, right? And the farmer could be Jesus and the Holy Spirit, and the seeds could be hitting our hearts. Uh, we could be the farmers uh, spreading seeds of the kingdom, right? Seeds of glory. He gave me that message last week, right? We're throwing out seeds of God's glory, right? Within every within every conversation is a is a seed of kingdom explosion. Within every action we make right within every heartache there's a seed of kingdom explosion right so we are are sowing seed into the world around us on a constant basis right i mean 24 7 365 ideally so i don't know if you all know this story or not um So Matthew 13. So that same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake, and large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat, and he sat in it. When all the people stood on the shore, then he told them many things in parables. All right? And then he said a farmer went out to sow his seed, and he was scattering the seed. Some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much um Soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow, but when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still, other seed fell on good soil where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears. Let them hear. The disciples came to him and asked, why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied. Jesus replied, right? Because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has been given, whoever has will be given more, and they will have abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken away from them. This is why I speak to them. In parables, though seeing, they do not see, though hearing, they do not hear or understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, you will ever be hearing, but never understanding, you will be ever seeing, but never perceiving, for this people's heart has become callous, they can hardly hear with their ears, they have closed their eyes, otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, because they see and your ears, because they hear. For truly I tell you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but did not see, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. So I want to talk to you about the seeds and the swords, right? So I guess let's start with ourselves. What's the posture of your heart? What's the posture of your heart? So as we're moving into Christmas, right, everybody starts to focus on the birth of Christ and Jesus' birthday and Jesus is the reason for the season and all of that, and that's all good. But the reality is Jesus is the reason for everything. So we should be celebrating Jesus 24-7, 365, especially as Christians, especially as one, not just Christians, but actually those who know Jesus. In this parable, he told them, you know me, therefore, you see the kingdom of heaven. And these other people don't, right? And then there's blessings that come with that and attributes that come with that. And the Lord said that when we know him, we see him and we hear him and we understand him, right? And there's a difference between knowing Jesus and being a Christian, all right? So Sunday Christian, weekday devil doesn't work for the kingdom of God. Going to church on Sunday, kind of being a Christian on Monday, definitely not a Christian on Tuesdays for whatever reason, right? Uh, Wednesday, kind of a Christian. Thursday, a Christian. Friday, Saturday, definitely not a Christian. And then Sunday, a Christian. Okay, that doesn't work. That does not work, right? And what a Christian is, is, is Christ in us, right? And we're to reflect Christ in us. That's what a Christian is. And the only way to do that is by knowing Christ. Not just believing and receiving Him. That's the starting point, right? That's our foundation. And then, this, and then we talk. We hear the parable here, right? So, what is the condition of our heart? Are we receiving what the Lord is telling us? Do we believe the entire Bible is true? Do you? Every single word of it? Do you? Because it is. So the answer should be an unresounding yes, a resounding yes, yes. Absolutely, I believe every word of the Bible is true. I may not understand every word of it, but I believe every word of it is true. So there's this depth of relationship that we must have with the Lord, right? And again, if you you just heard my little seven-day week, you know, where we stand on each day of the week, it's almost like your own relationship with your spouse, with your children, with your job. If you were only there on Sunday and then you didn't go to work on Monday or Wednesday and then not Friday, Saturday, you would get fired. If you only had relationship with your spouse every other day, you took time off, you gave her no attention for four or five days or didn't give him attention, what's going to happen? If you never talk to your children, if you bless them on Sunday, then you don't talk to them on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, and then you talk to them a little on Thursday, what's going to happen? No relationship. Jesus needs to be number one in our life. Everywhere we go, it's about the kingdom of God. We should wake up giving God glory that we have air in our lungs, a roof over our head. Whatever it is you have, you start being grateful and generous with what you have, right? Ministering to the world around you. Ministering to those in need. Ministering to widows and orphans, right? Ministering with the poor, those that need help not only poor in money, but poor in spirit, those that are struggling emotionally, all of that. We are called to glorify God by displaying who he is. And he is a God of great love and grace and mercy, right, to the world around us. And the other reality about God is he is a good judge, right? And we're talking about that today. Seeds and sores. Right? Seeds are swords. Seeds can penetrate and divide your heart. Right? Pierce your heart like a sword. Maybe these words I'm saying to you are piercing your heart. So I pray today that your heart is good soil. It's good soil and ready to receive the reality of who Jesus is. If you want to focus on Jesus this Christmas season, I I, I exhort you to get on your face in your living room or in a closet and lay at the feet of Jesus and truly, truly, truly get to know him and just honor him by laying at his feet. All right? And now to the world around us, as we go around spreading seeds of glory, the more pure that our heart is and and, and the cleanliness of our hands, as we sow seeds, we're able to see people's need, right? We're able to hear, right? I like to call them segues. A friend of mine calls them that. You hear a point in a conversation where the Holy Spirit highlights where you can pour in the Father's love into somebody's life. And they may come as light seeds that that land in their hearts and, and maybe the heart's kind of tender enough to receive that seed and maybe you're blessed enough to spend time and disciple that person and water that seed and nurture them along and get them connected. You know, other times those seeds may be a sword and that may be what people need to hear. They may need to hear that, that harsh word that cuts them deep and makes them repent and turn back towards the Lord. So today I pray that we would repent, all of us, if we've been Sunday, uh, Tuesday, Thursday Christians and and devils the rest of the, the week where the world doesn't even know that we are related to Christ, right? I repent right now, Jesus, of the times that I make this life about me. Lord, I repent of my thoughts that I have sometimes about situations or about people that that aren't of you, Lord. Lord, I want to be grateful and generous in my life, just like you are. I want to pour out seeds of your glory to the world around me, around us. I want to throw swords that need to be thrown for the people that need those harsh, those harsh reminders of who you are and what it is you require us to do in this life, Lord, and also that we would bear up swords in the army of heaven, right? And that we would we would stand up against Satan and not allow him into our life and not not fall to his ploys to his little minions, Lord, that linger around and try to divide us from you and divide us against each other. We say no to division, we say no to Satan, and we say yes to you, Lord, and we say yes to unity in the kingdom of God. Lord, I thank you for a clean slate this morning as we move in to this season of focusing truly on you, where portions of the world... Understand what this holiday is about. Uh, may we be able to explain through seeds and swords the reality of who you are to the world around us. In Jesus name we pray and all God's people say it. Amen. God bless you guys. Merry Christmas.